welcome to Films of Our Lives. I'm Victoria Feltham. And I'm Stuart Feltham. And today the film that we will be reviewing is Titanic. Part one. Part one, because it's a rather lengthy film. Yeah, we just thought we'd do this in two we'd parts. break it down. <laughs> um, <laughs> leading up to, spoiler alert, yeah. the crash. With the hitting of the iceberg. Mm-hmm. And then... We'll do another part next week. One, because we just think there's a lot to talk about. Yeah. And two, it's just a long film. There's so much. And, I, and I'm and i really going to do a lot of impressions and singing throughout this podcast. And there's only so much Stu can endure. No. What is there need for singing? There's, there's no always singing. need for singing, there's Stu. There's no singing in the film. I'll, I'll put some in. No. No. Okay. I'll re- I'm really going to try hard not to annoy Stu and you, the listener. Yeah. Yeah, well, and we thought as well, if we did like a, a, a two hour in one hit, it's just a lot for you guys. A lot guys. for you guys to take in. So yeah, yeah we, we do one this week. Yeah. And then we'll do the other one. Well, we could do the other one whenever, but yeah. within the week. Yeah. Well, actually, I need to finish it first. Two hours I've been watching it so far, <laughs> and there's still well over an hour left. <laughs> it's unbelievably long. Um, should we say now about my little tally shot? Yeah, well, I was I was about to say actually this is definitely more your film than yeah, mine. Very um, much a film of my life. Yeah, I pointed to myself. Yeah, just to really show that it was a film of my. Yeah, because I so I think when it came out, you were too young as in to mine. see it. Yeah, I watched it. As yeah, soon as you I did on v- VHS. I oh, of course it. you did, but I mean, I went to the cinema twice. Yeah. Um. Couldn't get out of my head. We'll talk more about that in a minute. What do you want to do IMDb? It? Is it a 12? I don't know. It's full frontal male nudity. Or Not female. male. Yeah. No, you don't see... Do you? Do you see the lower regions? Do you? Just the tops. Well, there's swearing and stuff. Can't be a 12. It's got to be a 15. How did you get in? No. Well, exactly. It must have been a 12. You were only a 13-year-old little boy. <laughs> I... No, I think... Um... Maybe it was. No, it was. Because I went with Jodie as well. Hmm. Rebel. No, we both went there, yeah, oh, on our own. Have you right. lost IMDb? No, quite. Oh, you find it. <coughs> right, let's try this. Right. <laughs> Deep on the bottom of the sea, some 3,800 metres below the surface of the freezing Atlantic Ocean, lies the wreckage of a ship. It is the unmistakable figure of Titanic, once man's greatest mechanical achievement, now stripped of its former glory. Almost a century later, Brock Lovett... A modern treasure hunter, intrigued by Titanic's hidden riches and his well-equipped equipped <laughs> technical crew are digging for answers for the past three years. Nevertheless, without any success... Oh, full stop. <laughs> but when Rose Calvert, one of Titanic's few survivors, learns about Lovett's crusade, she will begin to unfold her incredible, heartfelt and utterly tragic story that intertwines King Louis... XVI's <laughs> deep blue heart of the ocean diamond with her unlikely romance with the young bohemian vagabond Jack Dawson. Can past mistakes teach a lesson in humility to both paupers and royalty? Question mark. So it's Louis the Sixteenth, and um, what's his name? Who? Love. Lovett. <laughs> Love it. What's, what's the difference? It's Lovett. No, it's not. It's Lovett. L-O-V-E-T-T. Yeah, because I've seen the film. <coughs> so have I. So it's Lovett, not Lovett. Well, that was a difficult read. Well, I enjoyed that. Every IMDb was so long and yeah. wordy. Thank you, Nick. 
Briganis. Levet. Levet. So, who's in this film? Oh. You, you still not haven't actually said about your tally. Oh, oh yeah. So I'll tell you who's in this film in a, in a minute, but I'm sure you guys know. Um, uh, yeah. So I I was so obsessed with the film, like I cannot express to you how much it meant to me at the time. So my cousin Jody had already seen the film, and then she was like, "It's amazing." you want to come again and then I did I was in a sleepover in the holidays um staying with her and my auntie Dawn and then um we went to watch it and so she she had warned me that it would be emotional and I was not prepared for what I was in store for oh my gosh I couldn't get it out of my head uh so I think I was 12 um and I like went home and read Sweet Valley High, but I couldn't stop thinking about Jack and Rose, so they were all the Sweet Valley twins and all the characters in it. That's all I could think about. I watched uh, Celine Dion's performance on Top of the Pops, uh, singing My Heart Will Go On, and I just sat there and wept. And I remember my dad being like, what's wrong with Victoria? Mum's like, oh, it's the film. And then Mum and I went to see it again, and then we saw a girl who had picked on me at school, and we, I was just crying in front of her and I didn't even care that I might be slapped around for that because I cared more about the film than about her opinion of me. Plus mum was there, it was safe. Um, and then mum was crying too and we were just both crying and then I would just cry and think about it all the time. Uh, then my dad surprised me with a video when it came out on VHS and then I loved it so much, I was like, I need to know how many times I've watched this. So I put a little piece of paper inside the VHS cover, and every time I would watch it, I'd put a little tally mark so I could tot up how many times I watched it. So I stopped adding a tally mark at 13 watches. So what's, That's not that many. That's not that many, is it? But how, how, many, how many hours of my life? That's only a day and a half. Oh, is that all? Oh, good, I didn't waste too much time. I feel like I've wasted a day and a half listening to you chat, mate. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I meant to wear my Heart of the Ocean necklace when we recorded this. I'm saying. I'll wear it for the second recording. We might have to rethink the second recording <laughs> if anything like this one. Well, I've got out the history of it now, so I should be okay. Well, who's in the cell? Oh my gosh, okay. I'll tell you that in a minute. Uh, just also at school... Oh, so on GWR, which was our local radio station at the time, I don't know if they did this on like all radio stations or if it was just our GWR radio station. Um, they would play My Heart Would Go On, but then they'd they'd in parts of it they'd add in the voice voices over the top, so it would be Leonardo DiCaprio like, "You're gonna die an old an old lady, warm in her bed, not here, not this night." And then that would be in it. And then we'd all just listen to it and be like, oh my gosh, rewind it, play it again so we can hear his voice. Anyway, in this film is Leonardo DiCaprio from such films as Romeo and Juliet, The Beach, Catch Me If You Can. Loads of films. Django. Yeah. What, what did he just win an Oscar for? The Revenant. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not just. Just, just yeah. Well, yeah. Quite recently. Um... Yeah, loads of films. Um, love him. Kate Winslet, love her. Uh, from films such as Sense and Sensibility, um, Hideous Kinky, and sure, I'm a bit of Heavenly Creatures, and 
Um, the holiday. Oh yeah, extras. <laughs> so fun. Loads of things. Oh my gosh, why can't I think of them? I'm not even reading this because I just know them so well and then I've gone blank. Uh, Billy Zane from, well, the only things I've, uh, other things I've seen him in are Back to the Future and Back to the Future 2. Isn't that weird that he's in that? I didn't know that until recently. Kathy Bates from Misery. Uh, Frances Fisher, I've forgotten but I saw her in something recently actually. Bill Paxton from... Um, the Terminator and Aliens. Armageddon as well, eh? Is he? Oh, Twister. I'm just looking on his Wikipedia now. Not that it says here, no. It's not? No, not, Arm- not Armageddon. No, Apollo 13 you're thinking of. No, yeah. It's not in Hollywood. Oh, is he not? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Let me have a look. You say things and I'll look. Well, no, because you're doing the... Who's Apollo, the yeah, film, it is so. Apollo 13, yeah. yeah. Absolutely specious. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, a very talented cast. Loads and loads of um, people. I want to see more Kate Winslet things. I've done. I've done her an injustice. Oh, of course, she was in Hamlet. She played Ophelia. Oh my gosh, she was good in that. Yeah, but I still argue this is probably her most. Well, no, she she wouldn't. She's won Oscars as well, so. Yeah, but I'd probably argue that this is better than The Revenant. I yeah. Well, I I would think that I enjoy it more. Well, yeah, you would. Yeah, no, I'm not saying it's better, but I enjoy it more. Yeah, obviously. Um, I'm just looking up all the things. Yeah, the holiday said that. Voice of Rita in Flushed Away. Revolutionary Road. Oh yeah, they were in another f- uh, film together, weren't they? I don't know. Oh, anyway, sorry, I'm just reading about Kate Winslet now. Say things. Well, let's just get on with the film, yeah. Yeah. Let's get this train wreck on the road. If you get me. No, because um. It's a shipwreck in the film, so. Uh-huh. Of late. <laughs> right, so we were having this chat. We probably should have looked it up. At the beginning, there's some, like, black and white Oh yeah. videography of the Oh, yeah, we were wondering ship. if it was actual footage, weren't we? Yeah, and whether you could have, like, filming, etc. Yeah, you, d- you could have had filming then, because um, there's film footage of Queen Victoria, which is before. Well, so it pro- most probably obviously. is, then, because if... Well, the next bit we see is them exploring underwater, and you were saying that that, that is that is the real Titanic, yeah. So they actually were allowed to go and explore the actual. Yeah, Titanic wreckage. Oh, I, I mean, we're assuming here that everyone knows the story of Titanic. Yes. I mean, if you've watched the film, then you will. But uh, I mean, it's some, something anyway. that I learned about in school. Yeah. Did but, you? Well, yeah, but I mean, sometimes I do. Maybe we are old now and just assume that people know about your stuff it was a long time ago yeah but the i mean when even when if we learned about it in school which we we did like it had been sank for for like 90 years well for like 70 or 80 years when we were learning about it and yeah. we still did it then 
So even now it's been 112, 13, 14, 15, 16, Seven. 17, 18, 19, 107 years. I still would have thought that that would be something that would pop up in your curriculum. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Oh, yeah, anyway. If not, do you the necessary you, research. You, you're probably watching, if you've seen the film, you know what happens anyway. Well, yeah. Obviously it's based... On what not... actually happened. There's some historical inaccuracies, but... Yeah, a lot well, of it. I like the love story and the whole heart of the ocean thing's not real. Yeah, I mean no, but uh, yeah, the, so, the ship itself. But yeah, everything. Yeah, at that point that they knew about, they had, and obviously like the um, well that's in the second part anyway. But the the lookouts weren't distracted by looking at Jack and Rose, you know, snogging. Yeah, they were watching what they were doing. So there's some artistic license, but I think that's fair I enough. Think, yeah, they always got they got for dramatic effect yeah of course yeah a lot of blame pushed on to but is that true about the like full speed ahead make the newspapers in the morning yeah yeah. that is true yeah well the captain should have been stronger well that's why he went down with the ship in the end because obviously he couldn't look at that but but Dr um, Dr Esme yeah obviously he I think was a uh, went to court and everything for his behaviour because he snuck onto a lifeboat, didn't he? Yeah. And he'd ordered this to happen and then saved himself. So, yes, I think he went to... Um... Yeah, well, well, to cut a long story short, the Titanic was the unsinkable shit. Yeah, they were, that's what they said. Yeah, uber confident in... I'm well, so confident they didn't have enough lifeboats. Yeah. Um, they didn't pack fireworks, did they, like, with warning? Mm-hmm. It was celebratory. Celebratory, yeah. Because when other ships saw the fireworks... They thought they were just celebrating. Yeah, they thought they were celebrating the maiden voyage and didn't yeah. go and... Yeah. So there was a lot that, obviously, they weren't predicting this could happen. Yeah. There was also conspiracy theories that, obviously, this was... Uh, not obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Depending on <laughs> what you're... Uh, whether you're into conspiracy theories, that this was just a way of wiping out certain people is it yeah oh my gosh and it wasn't even the titanic it was the the sister ship ah because there was another one that was mortania is it i i don't know something else carpathia no no weird name like that (laughs) um it doesn't look any bigger than the mortania no sorry carry on uh yeah but i mean we won't go into that um oh yeah and um so also it was even though survivors said that the ship split, um, I don't think it was until the 1980s when they actually found the wreck of Titanic that they saw that the ship had split, so they thought it had sank as it was. As it was. Yeah. As only when they found the wreckage, they saw it like that. Which seems strange, but I don't know why they didn't believe it. Um, maybe I'll look that up for the next podcast. Yeah, I guess it was just a, a sheer disbelief. That... Well, that it all happened anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking as well, like, 117 107 years ago ago. yeah like just the landscape of life in general my goodness totally different yeah you think now there'd be helicopters you know like yeah just so many more rescue things you you know Mm. it would be a lot more a lot less fatalities yeah well and because of like health and safety rules being what they're like so Uh, hot on that now you would have to have enough like yeah yeah you wouldn't be able to set sail yeah it doesn't make sense anyway like no. Why wouldn't you take enough? Yeah, so also in the film, um, obviously, so Mr Andrews is a real, is a real um, character. 
so he's a character in the film but he's a real person um and um yeah he had suggested he had said we need to put another row of lifeboats in with this row and then but they said oh no it will look too cluttered so they wanted it to look good mm. not mm. so much be safe um um what's i gonna say oh crumbs it was it was more about like well yeah it comes across obviously a lot more in the film as well like it's just about wanting to look good yeah and do everything in quick time yeah and like re- impress everyone yeah rather yeah. than just doing what it's supposed to do yeah get them safely to america but i suppose back then like when you didn't have the technologies we've got now mm. that's this it was revolutionary wasn't it yeah like, yeah well like you say it was the at the time it would be like now us having a like a public flight to space yeah go wrong and yeah. then in a hundred years time they go, they go oh why, why didn't they, they do, do that this, yeah this, yeah, this, yeah. This. oh my gosh if you're listening to this a hundred years. years wow yeah <laughs> I was about to say let us know <laughs> but we might not be here although technology and uh, yeah. being what it is maybe we will be be listening to this like it's been 84 <laughs> years <laughs> since I made that podcast <laughs> right <laughs> uh, let's crack on because otherwise it's going to be a three part oh my gosh yeah um, so uh, yeah they're going around like the wreckage in uh, with these like camera drones mm. and um, they find they get into like the bedroom oh so who is Mr. Lovett yeah I love it no you just um, said they are I think yeah, but, sorry yeah, if I'm I was, wrong I was like 20 minutes ago sorry yeah we've, we've done a bit long bracket can I just say before you so I don't have to interrupt you again if you ever go to the um, I mean not used to but the um, uh, listeners if you ever go to the Titanic Museum in Belfast um, I want you to know that I had an acting acting act, uh, yeah I've had acting jobs every now and then and this one job I um had to dress as a Edwardian lady and cycle on the stage in a green room um from one end to the other on a massive bike while two uh very large burly strong men had to stand either side of the stage and and then help me onto the bike then I would be filmed cycling and then one would catch me and then turn me around and then go back and then do it again. Um, and then, so like the shadow of that is projected um, around the, I think it's quite near the entrance when you go into the Titanic Museum in Belfast. So when you see the kind of the shadow of the Edwardian lady on a bicycle, that is moi. So that's my little claim can, to fame. Can I have your autograph? Yeah, yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, so also you can buy a Heart of the Ocean replica necklace there for £5. I did that, so I went there, filmed myself in a shadow and bought the necklace and then cried. I always cry. Great trip. Yeah, <laughs> lucky boyfriend. Oh, no, but yeah, it's a, it's amazing. Because I'm re- I love the film, but I think part of what got me for the film anyway is the fact that I'm, I was really interested in Titanic anyway. I do like history and I had... Yeah, we learned about it in school and I'd kind of done a lot of research even before Wikipedia and had books on it and stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, it's a really, I recommend the Titanic Museum in Belfast. And if you go there, if you see my shadow, let me know. It'll be exciting for me. Film it and put it on. Yeah. yeah that film's life. I would genuinely be very excited if you did that. Thank you, friends. Sorry, Stu. Off you go. 
Um, I can't remember what it was. Oh, so they've, Mr. They've, Lovett and his crew. Yeah, they they both seem like oh, they say they. So his him, Brock and mm-hmm. his team. Yeah. They seem very like, um, they're just like, they're not interested in. The no, the, the, so the most yeah, it's, they're it's not. More it's not like the passengers. What can they get out of yeah, it? and they've not. The emotion of it hasn't got to them, has it? Yeah. So they get this safe from the bedroom and bring it up to the surface, and they're all just like, oh, like. Oh, so yeah, they're looking around. Boys. We don't know what we don't know what they're looking for. But they're kind of rummaging around. Yeah. Talking about oh the grand, uh, e deck and blah 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 blah. Like yeah, looking at the um. Looking around the ship, there's like a. It's it's like even my hands, isn't it? And then they lift over things in Cal's bedroom, yeah, in his stateroom, um, yeah, and then bring out the safe, and they're really excited because they think so. They look, we don't know this yet, but they're looking for the heart of the ocean, the yeah. necklace, which is obviously worth a lot of money. Yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, so they bring it up, and they're they're already cracking champagne open. Yeah. Do you say that cracking champagne? Did I say that? No. Do you does one in common parlance, or have I just made that up? Cracking champagne open. That's not a saying, is it? No. No. Crack open a bottle. Crack open a bottle of champagne? Yeah. I don't know. I don't drink. I don't know the lingo. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they get into the safe. There's nothing in there. But there is a drawing of uh, uh, a naked lady (laughs) uh, wearing Heart of the Ocean. Yeah. And the date is April 14th, 1912, which is the day the Titanic sank. So, um... Brock then thinks... Brock started to sink. I think it was the 15th when it actually did. Sorry, Carrie. Brock then phones his, like, boss and says, like, recluse, even though he has no idea, really, like, whether yeah. he or not. I guess they might have the room that it was in. Oh, but when they're filming um, the wreckage, there's, you can see, like, a China doll face. And when I, the, when I first saw that, I was like, oh, my gosh, I thought it was a skull. But, yeah, obviously, there's not that there. No, but it was a doll face. But yes, freaked me out being twelve seeing that. Sorry, carry on. Uh, and then uh, there's an old lady doing pottery, and then she's like listening to the TV and is on the news is talking about Titanic, and it's Mister Levette. Turn that up, dear. And then uh, she sees her picture. Well, I'll be goddamned. Um, so then uh, we go back to Brock and some guy comes out and he's like there's a phone call for you yeah and then you like, want to take this call yeah but why is he being so coy yeah why didn't like, he just tell there's a woman on phone she says that's her in she the picture her, yeah. come here not like yeah you trust me take, you want to yeah. take this call and then yeah. she's like I was just wondering if you had found the heart of the ocean yeah and he's like you've had my attention now can you tell us who the woman in the picture is Oh yes, the woman in the picture is me. Just say me. It'll yeah. Be fine. Yeah. It's me. Oh, I yeah, that's, that's me. Um, and then the the hairy guy who works for Mr. Levet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's like really like he was like really annoyed earlier when he was like using the drones and and like yeah he was re- he was because like, when um so Brock it's kind of for, it seems like he's making a documentary. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, he yeah like he's pretending himself, he? so it's like he knows it's an, a sensitive issue or it should be so he's like talking about it quite sensitively on camera and then he's like 
well, that's enough of that bull. Yeah. SH1T. And then, yeah, and the other the other guy just kind of makes fun of it all the yeah, time. Yeah. It's Yeah. So he's, like, saying to Brock, like, oh, she's lying and... She, yeah, why know. is he so... Yeah, he's, like... And then she, when she first gets off the helicopter, she's chatting to her, like, granddaughter. Is her granddaughter. Yeah. Like, this so is my granddaughter, like, Lizzie. I've, I've, she I've takes for- care of me. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I, I for- forgot, and he just, like, looks at him. Like, see, yeah. she's forgotten about that. Yeah. Obviously, she's... Oh, yeah, because she was working as an actress. Which I guess is right to be kind of sceptical to a point, but then you have to follow up these leads. And the thing is, because they had records of obviously everyone who's on the Titanic, but uh, her name at this point is Rose Calvert. Her her maiden name, as far as they are aware, was Rose Dawson. Yeah. And and then Cal's fiancé on the Titanic, who they believe died on the Titanic because Rose do Whippicator. Yeah. So that's I think why this sceptical. Yeah. So yeah, so then uh she's uh chatting about it and she said that the diamond must have gone down with the ship. Yeah. She uh, doesn't say that. That's what Brock says. Alright, okay. But then the hairy guy is like he shows her like on the screen with like CGI or whatever, like what? Was, yeah, and he's being like real, just like yeah. So what happens? She splits. Yeah, yeah. And then within three minutes, and, and then and he's like, "Pretty cool, huh?" Yeah. And you think, oh, yeah. Where's your sensitivity? Like she went through a harrowing experience. Yeah. Um. So then they ask if she, they would. She Will you would tell us? Tell her a story. Yeah. What does she say then, Stu? It's been eighty-four years. <laughs> Titanic. <laughs> can I can I do my whole impression now? Should I just do it as we go along? Because otherwise, it's just gonna be loads of impressions no, at the I end. I think I'd rather just be irritated for five minutes. Oh come then. on, you're gonna be irritated by me anyway. Let me just get it out as it happens. Right. Eternal. So well, impressions right me. all the way through, huh? Just warn me. Okay, so I'm gonna do it now. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, I don't want you just butting over me. Okay, like, like I have been. Yeah. Okay. If I'm saying something, don't yeah. do an impression even to stop. I'll try my best. Okay, here I go. Ready? It's been 84 years, and I can still smell the fresh paint. The china had never been used. The sheets had never been slept in. Titanic was called the Ship of Dreams. And it was. It really was. Ah, Can I just say? ah, Yeah. Nobody talks like that. Like, she, what is she doing? An advert for like it? She's a, yeah, like a narrator. Yeah. Which she is. Yeah, but like the, the China had never been used. Yeah. Obviously. Obviously. Like, so what? She's setting the scene. She's very creative, very mm. artistic, which we... She's a liar. Like to is. have my pictures when I travel. Anyway, so now it flashes back to... So now it's 1912. Yes. So Titanic's in the harbour, ready to set sail. Yeah. We've got the rich family getting on, which is Rose... Yeah. Young Rose. So you've got first class, yeah. Uh, so her Rose mom is, is, called... is 17 at this point. She's never 17. She looks like 25. Um, Rose, Cal. Yeah. Her mom. Ruth. Oh, yeah. So another character we later see. Oh, she doesn't board yet. At, um, Molly. Molly. Yeah, she's a real. She's, fr- as well. she's not from wealth, though, is she? No, so she's new money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Rose is not impressed with the boot. She likes Cal. It doesn't look any bigger than the Mortania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and then they're on. Yeah. They're safe. On. They're fine. We're nearby, we meet Jack and his friend... Fabrizio. And they're playing cards with these two, like, men. <laughs> <laughs> they're from, like, Ukraine or Russia or something like that, aren't they? We don't know where they're from. Well, they're speaking in a Ukrainian or Russian accent. Are they? I'm yeah, because sure. he's like... D- is this subtitles? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he's like, why did you bet our tickets? But in another language. Okay. Um, and... Jack wins. Oh, yeah. This is what I find funny. Did you notice the name of the men? No. Sven and Olaf. Oh, my gosh. I did not notice yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just really want to high five with that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're called Sven and Olaf. I, I knew Sven, but I didn't know the other one was Olaf. Yeah, so Frozen. Oh, my gosh. If you haven't seen Frozen, this won't mean anything to you. Hmm. But if you have, you'll be as excited as we are. Let's high five again. Well done, Stu. Ah, what a good find. Yeah. So Jack wins, and then you think he's going to get a beating yeah. from Sven or Olaf. And then he like he swings past him and punches his friend who bet the tickets in the first yeah. place. So you have five minutes to run to get to oh, the Titanic. Oh, you say like, uh, yeah, oh, we're going to America. And then the guy's like, no, Titanic, go to America in yeah. three minutes. Yeah. And then they race, yeah, race through. But they're supposed to go, because they're third class, they're supposed to um, be inspected for lice and yeah, yeah. and things like that. But be- they've only got minutes. Um, because Jack's American, uh, they let him through. Whether or not they would have done that at the time, I don't know. Um, I, that, that bit as well should have been to like the Home Alone music. As it runs, yeah. <laughs> if we, yeah. As they run, <laughs> right. So, um, Titanic sets sail. They make it on just in time. Literally, like he jumps from the harbor into the boat door, don't they? They they quickly like let yeah. him in, yeah. And they let um Fabrizio as well, who's from Italy. Yeah. Um, it, just we all. We can so already see there's such a class divide. Yeah, like they didn't even have enough time, time to pick up all the money, did they? That they'd won no. from the the card game. They, um, yeah, and you can so all the all the rich people are kind of yeah coming on no problem like and you see there. like cars being loaded up. Yeah, onto there just like as well. so many. All there were you know so many things, and then you've got this little little bunk rooms for the third class and stuff yeah. like that yeah. so yeah we cut to the room with Rose and Cal and it's like a real luxurious room yeah she's like li- it's an apartment isn't it rather not just a room like they've got a whole kind yeah. of yeah she's like room. looking at the pictures and he doesn't rate them and then he's like we find that Picasso it's and Picasso yeah who's yeah he's not a fan something Picasso sorry yeah mm-hmm. uh, so Jack and Fabrizio are exploring the ship yeah and Jack's the king of the world I'm the king of the world! Woohoo! What do your neighbours think? <laughs> <laughs> They're used to it, probably. Um, so we meet Mr Andrews, and he's what the ship's designed? Uh, so I think... Builder? Esme designed it, yeah, and then Mr oh, yeah, Andrews he's, he's built like, it. I built you a good ship. Yeah, strong and true. Yeah. She's all the love, lifeboat you need. So now we meet Molly, who's from New Money, and Rose's mum's not a fan Which of her because... She kind of understands she, the common man. Oh my god! Yeah, so, uh, Ruth is very, very snobby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of the and and Cal is, but Ruth like even more, just such a snob. Yeah. Mm. So um, we we see early on that like Rose kind of, she's not a fan of the whole like 
pam- not 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 a fan of the pampered lifestyle. No, but she couldn't. Yeah, she's, she doesn't want to have to obey yeah, the rules. Like she's she's very um, yeah, like she seems bored. She seems uh, it. Yeah, I don't like she's being yeah really oppressed, isn't she? She's kind of very autistic. She wants to be free to live and love. But so we find that this is an arranged marriage. Yeah. I'm jumping ahead a little bit. Should I talk about that now or no? No, just wait. Okay. Um, so, yeah, she, she, I put she cannot be tamed. No. Uh, Jack shows... She's a pistol, Cal. I hope you can handle her. Yes. Jack shows his drawing ability. I would say that was no warning, though. Sorry. Um, and they meet... Uh, him and Fabrizio meet Tony, which is this Irish guy. Yeah. And they discuss, like, the class. The class. Of... Yeah. So the first class dogs are taken yeah. for a walk to have a number two where, they where the are. third class are where it's their section of outside on the boat yeah yeah and then jack sees rose and it's kind of like lost lust. at first sight yeah. yeah um rose says that she feels like she can see how her life's going to be from now on yeah like, an endless parade of parties and cotillions mm-hmm. yachts and polo matches same thing every day and then she's running towards the back of the boat hysterically. Yeah, not crying. funny. No, just hysterical. Crying. Her hair is—it was in a bun just now, a yeah. fancy Edwardian bun. Now it is down, flying out behind her like a flame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Jack's just like chilling, like led down, and she runs. Led down, just having a cigarette on a bench. Yeah, and uh, she's contemplating throwing herself in. Well, she's not contemplating; she's doing Jumping it. Jumping off as she, the, she's, the she's yeah. Concerned. So she gets to the end of the boat and then climbs over. Jack's like, don't do it. Stay back. Yeah. I mean it. I'll let go. And then Jack says, like, well, I'm involved now. So yeah. if you jump, I'll I'm going to have to jump in after you and save you. You're crazy. That's what everybody says. But with all due respect, miss, I'm not the one hanging off the back of a boat here. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, Are you having a nice time? And he's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he uh, tells her about how cold the water is. And oh. About, so he's like, because, um, yes, yeah, so he's like, how cold is it? Uh, she says how, because he's trying to kind of uh, make her not want to jump over. So he's like, I'm going to have to jump in after you. Takes off his shoes. Yeah. And, yeah, and then she's like, how cold? Uh, and he's like, freezing. Maybe a couple of degrees over. And then he says, I remember I went ice fishing in Wisconsin. And then he starts to tell her what ice fishing, so he's like, ice fishing is where, you know, and she's like, I know what ice fishing is. Now yeah. then, I don't. So I really wish he well, had you told don't know her. Know what it is. No. So you cut a hole in the ice and then fish in it. Literally, like, what else do you think it could be? I don't know. And so I remember, I remember watching that. And when she cut him off, I was like, "Well, what is it? I wish he'd have told her." We cut a hole in the ice and then fish in it. Oh. Oh, well, thank you. Now I know. <laughs> After all this time. Yeah. It's been eighty-four it's years. Been, it's been twenty-two years. And I know what ice fishing is. Um, so yeah, he he kind of tries to put it on her. Well, if you're gonna kill yourself, yeah. you're also gonna be killing me. Yeah, so. I'm gonna have to go in. So he tries to help her back over. She slips and loses a shoe. Does she lose a shoe? Shoe falls off, ah. and he saves her. Yeah, uh, he but falls the guards, back over, but obviously, li- she was screaming when so, she yeah, slipped and, and fell like, down. The struggle. So the guards come running up, and it looks a bit suspect what's going on yeah because he's like they're both just led on the floor she's got a oh shoe off. yeah he's got a shoe off and he's a third class guy she's from money she's from money i suspect they would have reacted differently if it had been an 
upper class, mm. as is like yeah, the horror of the class system here. I've I've got an impression coming up. Excellent. Uh, so Cal Morning. then turns up and he goes to give Jack some money for saving her. Well, no, first of all, so he's like, what happened? What made you think you could put your hands on my fiance? Yeah, so she's she's like, was that it? No. All right. Uh, she's like, oh, go on. Okay. <laughs> so you're itching. <laughs> I was leaning far over to see the uh, 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 propellers and I slipped. And I would have gone overboard, but Mr. Dawson here saved me and almost went over himself. Excellent. That was quite a good one. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, so Jack verifies his story. Was Cal- that the way of it? Cal goes to give him some money. She's like, is that how you value the- my life? Out? No. Is that, the going rate f- is that the going rate for saving the woman you love? So he invites him to dinner from with the next day mm-hmm. with all the poshers. To regale the group with his heroic tale. But what is Cal's like, assistant man called? Oh, yeah, so... I only because yeah, okay. I, I reference him a lot just as Cal's man. Uh, yeah, I've got because later on Rose refers to him as his manservant. So, so he's like, oh, I just find it very odd to Jack. He said yeah, to Jack, which is a good point. Yeah. So everyone else has gone. Yeah. But he doesn't point that out to Cal, which I find odd. I think yeah, maybe he's he just, just says it to Jack. Yeah. He says that he finds it very odd that in the abruptness of her slipping yeah, and falling over the sudden. edge. Mm. Jack manages to take his shoes and jacket off. Yeah. Yeah, which is a good point. But no one else ever picked up on it, yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah. But yeah, Rose so Rose didn't want him to know that she was trying to end her life, no. did she? So so um Jack was well, Held quite right. kindly gonna take the fall for that. Yeah. But obviously she had to uh quickly come up with a story that would save them both so back in their room cal gives rose the heart of the ocean Mm. but i put that rose is clearly not happy with cal and he could give her anything that money could buy but it's it's not what she wants no he's no she she doesn't love him yeah yeah it's a yeah marriage of convenience i think i think he loves her Mm. i think he likes the thought it's like a trophy wife, I'd say, more so. And I've just and like, looked up that he's 30 and she's 17. It's like more like the the attachment to her and her family, maybe. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. He seems very keen on her and he does... He takes it... I think it's well, kind of just he like takes what it very, he wants. Yeah, like he feels like he owns her. So it's not so much like when she becomes attached to Jack that he... He's I don't not know. upset that she likes someone yeah. else. He's just upset that he's uh, looking yeah. like a fool. Because he will say, oh, it will not be made a fool. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, maybe it's that. Um, although when he does stuff like put the coat on her and things like that, I do think there is some real feeling there. Yeah. I mean, he treats her awfully. But it's because he can, because he's a rich, upper class man. man so he... You know, he can do what he wants. Like, yeah, women don't even have their vote at this time. So it's his, it's very much his world at this point. Yeah. So, well, Jack and Rose are walking and talking the next day and Rose thanks him, Jack, for helping her out. And she says that she's getting married. Oh, Spicer Lovejoy. Mr Lovejoy, we'll call him. Yeah. I never Reverend. hate him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Jack asks her, do you love him? And she can't give him an answer. And she, 
What does she say? I don't know. Oh, pardon me? You're being very rude. You shouldn't be asking me this. Instead of just saying yes or no. Yeah. So it's clearly she's and hiding he, something. And he says... He asks her why she can't answer the question. Would you like to know what she then says? No. <laughs> Can I Here's tell you? Can I tell you? What? You are rude and uncouth and presumptuous and I am leaving now, Jack. Mr. Dawson, it's been a pleasure. I sought you out to thank you and now I have thanked you. And because she, she says she's she's storming off because she's offended that he asked if she loves the Cal. Fir- they're in the first class section, aren't they? And then so she tries to get him to leave. But you know she doesn't actually want to leave and she doesn't want him to leave because she's like, enjoying his company. I thought you were leaving. I am. And then, what is this you're carrying around? So what are you, an artist or something? Uh, oh, these are very picture. good. These are rather good. These are very good, actually. Well, well, well. Quickly stop me. I, I don't really let want it continue. To. I don't have my gun. <laughs> I don't have a gun. Um, yeah, so, yeah, she's obviously, they've had a little, like, click spark yes, between them. Mm. Yeah, they're just kind of walking around the boat, just chatting and getting on, well, all day, aren't they? Yeah. So she thinks that his drawings are good, and then they bump into Oh, Molly. these are, these are, um... These are life drawings. Of other women. Yes. Yeah. And then they bump into the mum, don't they, and Molly. Yeah. And Cal. And a, no, a countess. Um, so Molly, like, is like to Jack, what are you wearing for the meal? Yeah. And he's basically like... What I'm in, yeah. yeah. Got. But uh, meanwhile, we see um, Mr. Esme. Yeah. Is chatting to the captain and saying about... They want to make the like morning headlines like yeah. about how how fast they can like do it in record time and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, must America. give them something new to print. <sighs> and then that's his cigar. <laughs> um, I put Jack and Rose is still getting on like a house on fire. Oh, so they must not see Molly yet. Where did I get that from? Because he teaches her to spit. Yeah, chew tobacco like a man and spit like a man. Uh, and this is when they bump into him because she's oh, spitting she's over got, the edge. Ugh, makes me feel sick. And then Jack's got some spit. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I'm very squeamish. I'm like, oh, oh, makes me. Oh, it's horrible. Um, yeah. So she he goes back with Molly and she he she has her son's suit. With, yes. And it fits. And he turns out that night and straight away like cow like patronizes Jack because he's waiting at the bottom of the stairs and he gives yeah. like shake his hand and he ignores oh, him. Oh no I no 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 Cal didn't recognise him. Okay, he didn't, oh right okay. Yeah so I don't think he so he yeah. just nodded he nods at him like oh there's a another upper upper class Ma'am. gentleman that I haven't met yet so I'll nod at you but I'm not shaking your hand because I don't but know you. He does patronise him because he comes Oh yeah like, oh I'm not oh, saying he doesn't but almost a gentleman. Yeah you almost mistaken for a gentleman. You could almost pass as a gentleman. And yeah. then yeah and then Jack gets it because he's like almost but Oh, um, it's really sweet because he's kind of practicing shaking a hand. Yeah, and Rose and then Rose sees, sees him, and it's adorable, and they very much love now. So Rose is telling Jack who everyone is, and like, and basically how the evening's going. And these are out. real historical characters, like um, uh, Guggenheim and uh, the Countess of Roths. Like these are all real passengers that were on the the ship. Oh, what's his? Uh, the richest man on the ship. What's his name? Oh, I don't know. Carry on. But yeah, so as the meal goes on, it's almost like, well, particularly Rose's mum, is just like they're really trying to like put down and belittle 
Jack, like they're saying, like, oh, yeah. what's your address and things like that. Oh. But he's, he, whatever they say, he's got like a good answer for Yeah, like, he's amazing. And he's and like, as long as I've got yeah, uh, something, air a, in my lungs, a, and a, a piece of paper. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah because uh, so, like, older Rose narrates part of the section and she says, you know, he was a member of the club. Like, to anyone, he looked like a upper class male mm. um he was obviously new money but still like a member of the club and then you have ruth chime in with tell us of the accommodations and uh steerage mr dawson mm. i hear they're very good on the ship mm. so she's only doing that to kind of just show everyone look He's you're all you're all else. enjoying his company but he is third yeah. class yeah. yeah the very classist but his answer is the best i've seen ma'am hardly any rats yeah Excellent. Yeah, I, that wasn't an impression. That was just no, a no, quote. No. Yeah, good. that's what I means good comeback. Yeah. Um. So the at the end of the meal, the men all go off for a cigar. Oh, and, and it's just so predictable because uh, uh, Rose leans over and says to Jack, "Next to it will be brandies yeah, in yeah. the smoking room." And then the as cigars. soon as she says that, cigars and smoking, he stands up and is like, "Yeah." Oh, you join us, Dawson. Yeah. Don't want to stay here with the women, do you? Oh, God forbid. Yeah. Staying with the women. <laughs> so um, Jack leaves the table, and as he leaves, he hands Rose a note. Yes. That and says, then, meet me at the clock. Make it count. Meet me at the clock. Uh, and then he says, we'll take him to a real party. So they, they're in their like third class dungeons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and and it does look like a fun party. Yeah, so they're dancing. And... Yeah. Uh, oh, and then he dances with a little girl called Cora. Yeah. And I remember just being, so I would have only been like two years older than her or something at the time, just being like, oh, I wish I was dancing with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, so she's, um, Rose is really enjoying it. Having a good laugh. Looks like she's got a pint of Guinness. <laughs> it, uh, it, some of it gets spilled over her. She doesn't mind. She laughs it off. Yeah. Is this where she does like the ballet? Yeah, the because they're arm wrestling. And so she's yeah. like, because that's, that's what you do. Because that's what you do at a party. Third class party. Well, <laughs> that's what I would do. Uh, so you think you're big tough men? Let's see you do this, and then yeah, it goes up onto point up on her toes, mm. and then you can see like the pain, but she holds it there, and it's very impressive. And everyone's like, <laughs> "Sorry, that yeah. was really loud." My mm. gosh. Um, so the next morning, Rose and Cal are at breakfast. Cal throws a bit of a hissy fit. Oh, you see Lovejoy coming down to... Oh, yeah. And he, he sees... A, he's followed. Because oh, she, when she was on her toes, she fell after a he while because it hurts. And then Jack caught her. Yeah. And then you see that bit where she's like kind of... He's holding on to her. Mm-hmm. Which at this point is perfectly innocent. But... um. But for a few seconds too long. But for a few seconds longer than it needed to be. Yeah. Yeah, so Cal's not happy with Rose's recent behaviour. Throws like hissy fit. Yeah, tips oh my the gosh, table gets over. really violent. Yeah, tips the table over, yeah. shouts at her, and says, "Yeah, he's not to be made a fool of." Yeah. Um, yeah, and she's very. She looks really frightened. So Rose is getting like dressed by like Trudy. Yeah, and then her mum comes in. Tea, Trudy forbades. Yes, her seeing Jack again. So this is where we learn um, that the reason she has that yeah a lot of she, Rose has kind of been put upon so. She doesn't love Cal, but she has to get married to him because her father has died and he. we find out that he was in debt. So they have no money now. 
So if she marries Cal, then obviously they'll be fine. They'll be fine because he will provide for them. Um, but if she marries Jack, they'll have n- nothing because yeah. So she says yeah, she has nothing. Rose is being selfish. I'm I mean, being it's selfish. A little presumptuous anyway. She only met Jack yesterday. To yeah, like steady, they're like, going to get married. Well, that's the thing. She, but but obviously it's upset Cal. So mm. she doesn't want him to kind of call off the wedding. I guess is what Ruth thinks. Yeah. So Jack goes back to like the first class section. Yeah, they and they're in, they're in church at this. Okay. Yeah. Um, Mr. Lovejoy is like, oh, the uh, yeah. family. Continue no, to be appreciative. Yeah. And also yeah. to remind you that you hold a third class ticket. But yeah, your presence is no longer appropriate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mr. Andrews. I haven't looked at my notes once. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Andrews um, receives an ice warning. Mr. Andrews? No, the captain. Captain. Yeah. Receives ice warning, but the boat is still speeding up. They were because they were like the bergs would be difficult to see. Yeah, yeah. Because like, it won't be crashing against them at the bottom. Um, and this is where Rose is walking around with Mister Andrews and asks about the lifeboats, and he's like, "You don't miss a trick or whatever." Yeah, do you, Rose? Um, Forgive me, bud. Sorry. No. Mm-hmm. Rose. Uh, Jack finally bumps into, well, gets hold of Rose and she says that she loves Cal yeah. and is going to marry him. And Jack's trying to tell Rose that he's fallen for her. But Rose says to leave me alone. Yeah. So obviously she's just... Well, I think because of, that, yeah, because of that conversation with her mum, she's kind of realised, like, oh, we've got a responsibility to my mum yeah. now. Yeah, her mum's really... It's real emotional blackmail there, isn't it? So they're sat at like dinner that evening and she looks over at another table, Rose does. Yeah. And there's like a little girl being like told to sit up straight. Yeah. And, and basically I think like, like it clicks in her head like That's my not mom's the life still I want. doing that yeah. for me now. And this is not though. what I want to be. Yeah. Yeah. So she finds, finds Jack. Jack and says that she's changed her mind. I changed my mind. It's like that. <laughs> and they go to the front of the boat and then Jack and then helps her fly. Step step up with her eyes closed. And then, yeah, holds out her arms. And, uh, I'm flying, Jack! And then he sings, Come Josephine, my flying machine. And then their lips meet in a tender kiss. Why put at this point, for such a busy boat, there's nobody around. There's never anyone on on top (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh, but this is really heartbreaking because, so they have their first kiss and it's romantic and they're, uh, yeah, like, they're where the boat is, uh, where, oh my gosh, to where the boat is. They're, so they're on the edge of the boat mm. at the front. What's that called of a boat? At the front of the boat. And um, yeah, and that's where he'd saved her previously when she was, that's where she was going to jump off. No one. It's off. the back of the boat. Oh, it's the back of the boat. Mm. Oh, maybe they're on the back of the boat, are they? At the no, they're at the front. They're at the front. Oh, my point was irrelevant there <laughs> then. But, but they, well, anyway, so now they're at the front of the boat, but they have this really romantic moment and they kiss for the first time and it's amazing. And then, but it slowly fades into modern times where you see... Scary old eyes. Y- yeah. Oh, scary old eyes. Don't be mean. Um, but, yeah, so you, it was... It's not Kate Winslet's eyes. No, that's not now. You see the wreck of the Titanic oh, then right. covered in where it looks like Ursula's house from The Little Mermaid. Um, yeah. Oh, gosh, we're approaching the hour. Yeah. Should we stop and should start? we stop? Right. You won't notice this at all, but we will. <laughs> We're back. Not that you noticed that we you were gone. You know that time lapsed, but we had to stop <laughs> and then Stu had to type things in and then we had to start recording again. It's all very yeah. high tech over here. So, yeah, so we, we're back in current day. 
So now the hairy man is no longer like he's starting he, to get it a bit. Yeah, so he's like because he yeah he gets really passionate. He's like yeah. So they're ordering more speed, even though he's got the warning in his beeping hand. Hang on, no, that doesn't happen yet. Oh, sorry. Oh yeah. Uh, no, she does say about um, yeah. So she says sorry. It cuts back, mm. and she says that was the last time Titanic saw daylight. Yeah. Um, and then it cuts back again to old times and Rose and Jack go back to the room and she wants Jack to draw her wearing this. Wearing only this. Dog. And it cuts back to the current day again and now the hairy man, he seems like intrigued and no longer dying and he's like, oh well, what happened next? Initially. You mean, did we do it? Yeah. Yeah, so steady on because you skipped up the whole portrait so right. he, yeah, so she says, yeah, I want you to draw me like one of your French girls. Yeah. And then, yeah, so he's like, oh, wow. And then so she comes out in a silk robe. Yeah. And he set up, he set up the scene for Maybe a drawing. bed. I mean, the couch. Yeah, and then just some trivia now. It's like widely known, but Leonardo DiCaprio did actually make the mistake. It, it was meant the line was over on the couch, but Her. he actually said over on the bed, and then they left it in. And also, wasn't it the hands of the drawing was James Cameron? Yes. Yeah. Uh, right. So yeah. So obviously, uh, the ice has been broken as far as nudity is nudity concerned. Nudity happened. Um, yeah. So it cuts back current day. Um, Again, oh no, this is where the captain was told that it will be difficult to see icebergs. Oh, right. So he was initially, I think they mentioned maybe about icebergs. Okay. And now they said it will make the birds harder to see. Yeah. Um, but it says maintain the speed, and, mm. uh, like peer pressure. Mr. Lightoller, yeah. Peer pressure. Yeah, as Mays like, told him to do that. Um, so Rose, uh, Mr. Lovejoy comes back to the apartment and. They leave Jack's drawings in the safe. Oh yeah, so they've they've let so the the portrait that he just did of Rose, has been put in the safe. Why did she write a note? She says also to Jack, put this away for me, and gives him the necklace. Oh uh, yeah. So so to put so she's writing the note and gets yeah. him to put the necklace in the safe. So this is why we see there's like a bit of doubt later. Yeah. So anyway, Mister Lovejoy's um, chasing him. I put like at this point like why are they why are they running? Oh yeah, he does come back and they're running. Yeah. And why is he chasing them? He's already bit, essentially he's such a job um, Yeah. Like what what is what catching up want? with them mm. going to achieve? He could tell Cal now. Yeah, this that something's what's going on. Yeah, what's There's, he going to do when he catches them? Yeah, and like Harry they're they're back. still just running away. And why aren't they just like f off? You know, like <laughs> leave us alone. Yeah. Get alive. Um, and uh, yeah, like I put, is he a policeman? And what's he going to arrest What's he going to do, yeah. Have you got a, a warrant? <laughs> for my arrest. For my arrest. <laughs> um, so they go down and see the engine room, which is irresponsible and dangerous. Yes. Um, and would never have happened. Yeah. And then they end up going into like uh, the cargo area, where you've got all the expensive cars, etc. Mm-hmm. And then they... They have a romantic liaison. Yeah. Sweaty hands. <laughs> Steamy car, hand on window, handprint. Yeah. Um, so this is where, well, I didn't know this point was whether it was conjecture or whether it was true. Mm-hmm. But you see the guys up in like the crow's nest. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, it's freezing. And yeah. they're not really paying much attention 
because they're so cold. Yeah. They're kind of like looking around. Yeah, and, like, oh, oh. And yeah. then they they see, and uh, before that, sorry, Cal's back in the room. He opens up the safe. And Rose has written, uh, oh, oh, attached, so she's put in the, the drawing. Picture. Yeah. Yeah, and then there's a note on top that says, now you can keep us both locked up in your safe. I didn't get that. So it's a drawing of her. Yeah. So she's locked in the safe. Jack drew the drawing. Therefore, he's locked in the safe. So now you can lock us both up then. But that obviously, symbolically. But Jack's like my drawings as they run away. Oh, his folder. All right. Yeah. So it's not the ones. So, um, yeah, he's not happy about it, Cal. No, he's a. Because uh, 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 he's like, uh, uh, I've, yeah, I've got a better idea. And screws up the paper. So he he and Lovejoy set it up that he will take the heart of the ocean and put it, plant it on Jack when they come back. Maybe we don't know. We don't know, but have to wait for another pirate. That, that's the idea. Yeah. Oh yeah. So we don't know this. Yeah. So um, Jack and Rose then come out of the cargo area and they're on top deck and they're laughing. They're smooching. Thought, they're just having way too much fun. Nobody has this much fun on a second date. <laughs> Uh, but then the guys in the crow's nest are like, oh, but they're warm, like, because yeah. they're all cold, they're and, all cold and then they're there. watching. But they're not focusing on what they should be doing, yeah. which is looking for the icebergs, which are difficult to see. But this is not true. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. They were very professional. They would have been looking. Because the thing is, it looks like the boat, because the, they, they ordered the, the ship to turn, mm. but it's in the iceberg is poking out underneath the ocean. So as what they can see on top... Uh, it looks like tip. yeah a tip of the iceberg yeah. oh high five so what they can see at the top it looks like the boat's gonna get through but it's underneath and then beca- and the thing is I think I don't know if this is real science or this is what I thought when I was at school and maybe science has proved that that's not true now but if the boat had hit it head on it would cut through it, it yeah the but point. because they were turning it that's where it, it hit it on the side and then poof, yeah and and hits and then that's when it starts to yeah so yeah. anyway the guys in the nest they frantically try and let people know yeah everyone all hands on deck yeah trying to slow down and of course turn yeah i'm not sure i've heard that before as well i don't know if that is true yeah i don't know if, like that's if they true. carried on the point of the boat would have yeah. just sliced through the ice but i don't know but they would, do panic or maybe like, iceberg right or, ahead or maybe it would have crash and you know like when cars kind of crumple yeah maybe yeah they maybe they might would have not done have that yeah sunk because maybe the only the first two bays would have had holes in yeah i don't, oh, know. I don't know i don't know uh but it's no good they hit the iceberg yeah oh end that, of part that one that's the end of part one okay so we don't need well you've done impressions right throughout can't review it it's a good start well i say good start it's a good start it's as long as a normal <laughs> film uh, thus far but as much as we've talked about it being a really long film we love it am I right it's a good film you love it I love for the both of us I love it and not yeah, for the world film, yeah. I love this film yeah it's good I love so. it love it so yeah join us next week well we'll for con- part two we'll conclude this part I mean we've done pretty much an hour now yes um so yeah well there's not a lot more to say no get on twitter if you're not already yeah and follow us Please at Films Lives and facebook yeah. And we'll see you next week for part two. And these are, are the, the films, films of our lives. lives. Bye, love you, bye. bye see you bye. later.